0: Thank you for joining me today. This is episode number four. My name is Dale Light Jr. And you are listening to A Better Pickup Line, the podcast. Welcome back to A Better Pickup Line. We left off discussing why belief is important and what should you believe. So there are four things that you should believe in that I want to cover. And today is the first one. You should believe God's love for you. Nothing God says about you and to you will be readily believed if you do not believe his love for you, you have to settle it in your heart that you are the apple of his eye to you. He has given his most precious gift, the life of his son, so that he could redeem you from the curse and restore you unto the identity and the plans, the purposes and the promises you were created for. Ephesians two ten tells us that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God did all of this because he loves us. We know the scripture, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. It was because of his love that he did that for us. When we didn't even love him, he loved us. And if you're going to find the mate that God has for you, you have to believe that he loves you so that you will not be attracted to relationships that are not based in his love. Relationships that are based more in your loneliness and your hurt and your pain, your low self-esteem. Because see, all of that is a result of not believing that he loves you. And you're trying to find love, as they say, looking for love in all the wrong places. But when you believe that he loves you, it causes you to walk securely. It causes you not to accept anything less than his love for you. You won't remain in a relationship where someone is not loving you the way that God loves you. You will actually know what love is and what love looks like and how love feels and the way that love operates when you believe God's love for you. And so when the counterfeit comes, you will know, it's not the real thing because you don't love me the way that God loves me. God is sending you someone to be a physical extension of his love for you. God loves you so much that even when you were dead in trespasses, he made you alive together with Christ. Ephesians 2, 4 and 7. toward us in Christ Jesus. He loves us so much that he wants us to see his exceeding riches, the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us. So this is not an average love. This is a love that says, you don't deserve this, but I'm doing it for you anyway. We were dead in our trespasses and yet still he made us alive together with Christ because of his love for us. God loves you so much that he wants to pour out all of his goodness upon you because he's freely given you all things with Jesus. What does it say in Romans eight thirty two. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He has given us all things. He gave us his most precious gift, his son. And now he's given us all things. He doesn't just want to meet your needs but he wants to fulfill your desires. Proverbs 10:24 tells us that the desire of the righteous will be granted. And then when you look at Psalms 91 and verse 16 it says with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. It says with long life will I satisfy him. Not with long life will I Just average him or long life will things just be okay. But I want him to be satisfied. God wants you to be satisfied. God wants your desire to be granted. Says every good and perfect gift comes from him. God wants to give you that which is good, that which is perfect, that which you love. So he wants to give you what you desire and have what you desire to meet your needs. See, because he loves you. You walk in victory. Romans 8:37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. He loves us so much that we're more than conquerors. And what does it mean to be more than a conqueror? It means We get the results without having to do the fighting. God loves us so much that he has already fought the battles for us. He's already won it for us. The battle is not ours. It's the Lord. And all we got to do is just walk with him. And because of his love for us, we get all of the results of the battle without ever having to do the fighting. That happened for Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20, where they sent out the praisers out in front of the army to go meet the three armies that were coming up against them. The word came up to uh, came to one of the prophets says, hey, go out tomorrow. The battle's not yours, but it's God's just stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. And so they go out with the praises first. And all of a sudden, when they come to the place where they meet the three armies, they find that all of them were dead. None of them escaped. And they had all of these valuables on them, all of these jewels. And it says that they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. God loves us so much that he wants us to win battles that we don't have to fight. We're more than conquerors, but we get the results. We go. We're three days gathering the spoil because of his love for us, because he loves us. He takes care of us. Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? We don't even have to go all the way down through the rest. But let's look at verse 28 where it says, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. God loves us so much he says we are of more importance than the birds of the air. We are of more importance than the lilies of the field. And he takes care of them. What makes us think that he does not take care of us when we are the apple of his eye? We are his children. And that's why in verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Understand the principles of God and understand his righteousness, your identity, who you are. You are a child of God. He loves you so much and he's taking extraordinary care of you because he loves you. He protects you and fiercely defends you all the while pouring out his favor upon your life we've seen that over and over again in the bible where because of his love the protection of god shows up second samuel chapter 22 starting at verse 7 in my distress i called upon the lord and i cried out to my god he heard my voice from his temple and my cry entered his ears then the earth shook and trembled The foundations of heaven quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and flew and he was seen upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness canopies around him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, coals of fire were kindled. And drop down to verse 17. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from the strong enemy, from those who hated me. They were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. So because he delights in us, because he loves us, he is angry when someone tries to do us harm. He's angry when the enemy tries to throw us off track. He's angry angry when harm tries to come our way. And because of his love, he fiercely defends us. He loves you so much that for everything that concerns you, he perfects those matters. Psalms 138 and 8 says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. And 1 Peter 5 and 7 says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. God cares about Everything that concerns us and he's perfecting everything because of his love for us. When you believe in the love that God has for you, there is not any reason to fear because you will experience his perfect and complete love. And that will drive away all issues that try and challenge his love. As first John four tells us, it says that perfect love cast out all fear. So when we become fully convinced of his love for us, it leaves no room for Satan to operate. Remember, he needs fear to operate in our life. But perfect love cast fear aside. So when I am completing his love, when I am fully convinced that he loves me and I am and I'm completing that love, I don't have to worry about the attacks of the enemy because I do not fear. Therefore, Satan does not have an inroad into my life. He you got to understand that God loves you too much for you to be depressed. He loves you too much for you to be hurt. He loves you too much for you to be brokenhearted. He loves you too much for you to be afraid. He loves you too much for you to be less than great. He loves you too much for you to have less than you desire. He loves you too much for you not to have an excellent spouse. He loves you so much that he sent his son to take care of it all. God is so in love with you that he knows every detail of your life down to the very number of hair on your head. And do you know the best part of it all? Romans 8, 35 and 36. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? as it is written? For your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Verse 38. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. No matter how many mistakes you've made or will make. Nothing disqualifies you from experiencing the effects of his love as long as you believe he loves you. That's why Paul's prayer for the Ephesians was uh, in Ephesians 317, where he says that this was his prayer for them, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Paul understood that in order for the exceedingly abundantly above all that we dare ask or think, to be seen in our lives, we would need a revelation of God's love for us. Understanding that love, what is the width, the length, the height, and the depth, knowing the love of Christ that passes knowledge. And when we know that love and when we know that love says that you are filled with all the fullness of God, you're able to walk in everything that he said that you were to walk in. You're able to experience it all because you recognize and you realize how much he loves you and it allows you to take your journey, to take up your task, to, to, to do what he asked you to do without any fear. Because you know that he is backing you up. Understand, Jesus has wiped out the handwriting of requirements against you. And he paid the price with his blood once for all. Hebrews 10.10 By that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. He took care of it. You don't have to take care of yourself anymore. It's already a done deal. He took care of your past sins, your present sins, your future sins. You are now free in Christ Jesus as his blood has covered a multitude of sins, a multitude of wrongdoings, a multitude of bad decisions, a multitude of poor choices. If you are going to receive the free gift of a spouse, you're going to have to believe that God loves you because Galatians 5, 6 tells us that faith worketh by love. So we got to understand his love. We got to have a revelation of his love for us because that will energize our faith. It allows us to believe in him because we believe that he loves us. Believing that he loves you will make it easy for you to believe what he said about you and to you. So it's paramount that you believe his love for you. Well, that's our show for today. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my social media accounts at DellLottJR. And on Instagram, it's Dell.lot. Or... You can reach out to me through my blog, a better com, and inbox me your questions there. Now, before we leave, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Number one, subscribe. Whether you're listening through iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite pod catcher is, make sure you subscribe. The second thing, help me spread the word. If you're consuming this podcast through Facebook or YouTube, Like, share, comment. Make sure you tell somebody who you think this podcast would be a benefit to. The third thing I'm asking you to do is visit Dellot.org. If you'd like to invite me out to your church, your convention, your conference, your organization, whatever your function is, you would like me to come out and speak. You can find all the information on Dellot.org. As well, there's information about my book, In That Land, A Seed, Time, and Harvest Approach to Finding a Wife. And I'm going to ask you to purchase that today. And with that being said, I want you to have a great and awesome day. And join me next time on A Better Pickup Line, The Podcast.